Here you go. Easy. I kiss like the French do for my tongue in the yeah. air. Do it like the dogs do it, girl, and pull on your hair. For me, different scenery. It starts off with Omar Epps and his friends getting ready for high school. They all going through their morning routines or whatever. They teenagers in the hood. It's a teenage hood movie. Quincy, get up! It's after 7 o'clock and you're gonna be late for school again! Yo, you little bitch! Boy, didn't I try to get your rusty butt out? Omar Epps is a local DJ and he got this group of hooligans he hang out with and skip school with. There's this light-skinned nigga, he a pretty boy and he smokes cigarettes and he kind of suspect a little bit. Did you say He's got a baby and he's still in love with his baby mom. She don't like him though, it's the whole thing. Come on, if we got that together, real right here. I need a real man right here. I'm not letting my child grow up be fucked up like you and your stupid ass friends. Tupac in the group also. He got problems at home. His dad is weird or crazy or something. All his juice gone or something. He needs some juice. On top of that, Tupac be getting bullied and sexually harassed by this Puerto Rican nigga. What you want? You can fuck my ass. I'm gonna shoot your peepee off, man. I was doing the hoochie coochie with Donna Brown with. You didn't, you didn't know about Donna Brown one, man? What? What? That she used to be. Donald Bromwell. <laughs> they all skipping school at this dirty ass convenience store looking shit. It's run by Samuel L. Jackson. They got arcade machines and shit. These niggas playing the original Street Fighter. Oh, I've never seen that shit ever before. What makes you think you can beat me? For one, if I lose, I'm gonna beat that ass. For two, if I lose, I'm gonna beat that ass. So if you don't put two just cause you post syrup on shit, don't make a pancake. She got the snapping nappy dugout. The cops rush in to try and take the kids back to school or something. They come in super deep too. They chasing these kids down hard as shit. They like on some Terminator shit. They super not playing. They care about education. There's this big DJ competition coming up. Omar Epps want to audition, but his friends are shitting on him and making him feel bad. They bad friends. This nigga talk about some bullshit-ass DJ content. Bullshit, man. Wake up, man. They been all over, man. Everybody know them. You just local. Local. <laughs> you just local. <laughs> they go to steal some records from this record shop. The plan is for Omar Epps to distract the girl by flirting with her because he's so sexy with his fucking praying mantis face. Excuse me. Hi, can I help you? You got three friends? Yeah. Just like you. Does this mean we're going out and you're picking me up? Yeah. <laughs> the joke is that she's ugly or something, right? They all like ill and shit, and it's funny. Funny, funny jokes. Hey, here's Lightskin Yo Baby Mom again. Omar Epps go into a bar to get some cigarettes for the Lightskin Yo. He sees a nigga he knows from around the way, and they start hanging out and small talking and shit. It's nice to see you, man. Yeah, pardon me for a second. I'm about to rob this place. All right, everybody! Oh my God. Hey, yo, Q, you want a piece of this? Nah, man, I'm all right. This nigga look like the motherfucking Fresh Prince of Bel-Air if he never fucking 
got out the hood and went to Berlin. Blizzard is in there right now, sticking the place up. Man, you know how much money is in there? Check that. We are in there, man. Let's just do it. I said no, man. Come on, man. The light-skinned nigga sees his baby moms with some other dude. He got a nice car and plenty of juice to drink. Light-skinned yo is starting to rethink that robbery idea because he misses his girl and he wants some more juice. He's sad and thirsty. But that was your woman. Now what you gonna do? They at the fat nigga house now eating lunch. They still not in school, bro. They be fucking super chilling all day. At least go on that bitch at the end of the day or something. Or the fucking beginning. Y'all niggas going way too hard. Y'all parents gonna find out. Boy! They don't actually have time for school or books, actually. They having way too much fun watching this phony ass, old ass movie. Oh shit, it's Blizzard! The gunman identified as 20-year-old Barnett Jenkins wounded two officers before he himself was killed. You ain't shit. Man, what's your problem? You my fucking problem! We run from the cops, we run from Rodimaz, we run from security guards, we run from old man quills in this fucking bullshit store when he come with that bullshit gun. You gotta be ready to throw down, stand up, and die for that shit like Blizzard did if you want some juice. Omar Epps goes to see his girlfriend, his much older girlfriend, with their own apartment and ex-husband and shit. This nigga's in high school, bitch. What's the matter with you? Frank, don't you think it's a little late to try acting like a husband now? Look, I just think you're taking this save the children shit a little bit too far. That's all. Yeah, Bye. Omar Epps' girlfriend gives him some snappy nappy dugout. She got the snappy nappy dugout. He goes home and he's practicing his DJ shit. His mom peeks in and she's like, that's my baby. I'm fucking, he always be skipping school and not listening to me. You know, Omar Epps is pretty good at spinning these records, I guess. He's got a talent and he's fucking older bitches. And really, he's got as much juice as a high school kid can reasonably ask for. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't good enough. My, my name is Flex. Look, 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 look like Gumby. You talking about I ain't look, good enough. I mean exactly what I said. The shit is totally sloppy. Only a fool would open up the way you do Fuck you! Alright, so, black people, help me out. What's up with this nigga Flex? Why is this nigga named Flex in every single thing he's in? I mean, that's his name in real life? Like, what the fuck is the joke? He in hella stuff, and his name is always Flex. Like, why does he get to keep his name and shit? It's a small, like, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. My name is Flex. You ever DJ before? Yeah, you know, run away. Queen Latifah likes his audition and now Omar Epps is in the contest. He goes to tell his friends the good news and of course they don't give a fuck about him or his fucking stupid contest. You made that DJ contest Saturday night, you know what I'm saying? Right, well, once again, it's on. Man, what this nigga talking about now? Sticking up old man Quilla Saturday night. What? The boys come up with a plan to get some juice. They go rob the old Chinese store guy and steal all the juice out the store or something. Even though they're just kind of regular kids and they're not about their life at all. Especially this fat nigga. Still ain't scared all you still. Take on my hand. No, that's the fucked up thing about the hood. All teenagers everywhere are kind of dumb and easily influenced. Like that peer pressure shit be super real, bro. I mean, just look at they fucking haircuts, all of them. Why would they do that shit to themselves? This nigga look like fucking Choco Mountain. Yeah, I know. 
point is, teenagers everywhere are going to do bad shit. But the bad shit in the hood is super bad and has super long-term consequences. Like, it's very easy to fuck your whole life up before you even turn 18. We should all try to remember that when we see criminals and crackheads and shit and judge them. Don't judge them. That's very deep. I'm a very deep person. I'm going to go to heaven. I got it from Sweet. It's gonna be a piece of cake, Q. Yeah, man, it'll be a piece of cake. I got a DJ Saturday night, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to miss that for nobody. See, because we're gonna need an alibi. Since you're going seven, that'll give us an opportunity to go in, do what we gotta do, and jet. They got the DJ thing now, and it's super lit, and the competition is fierce, I guess. I honestly don't know how to tell if it's good or not. I can't find a rhythm. I don't know what to listen for. I honestly don't even understand how people are dancing to this. Omar Epps wins and he's happy now. They got their alibi and now they can finally go to the store to get the juice for their families. Come on, B, get it together because we're really counting on you, okay? Here come the cops. Let's go. Bro, what's the point of this cop even riding around here if he's not going to pay attention? Like, there's four niggas crouching suspiciously right next to you. What the fuck else are you doing? Look for crime. At least loop back around or something. Or drive slower. Wait, why the fuck am I helping the police? Fuck, I'm a snitch now. Hey, we're closed. No more customers, that's it. Freeze, motherfucker! Turn around! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up, old man! You're not gonna shoot me, are you? Please don't shoot me, alright? Shut the fuck up! Let's go! Man, this scene is kinda hard to watch. It's very unsettling. It's a great scene though. This Chinese nigga a good actor. Also, why would you not lock the fucking door as soon as you close? You live in 90s Harlem, bro. Like, seriously. You should've had that gun ready too. Nigga walked into your store backwards. You should know what's up. I'm sure you've been robbed before. Who 
Who's this brave ass old man? This nigga just heard a gunshot. Nigga said, what's going on out there? Are you serious? Shut up, I'm sorry. Omar Epps goes back to the DJ shit. He can't stop thinking about his Chinese store friend and his other friend getting shot. The cops come and stop the party and grab Omar Epps and his friends. Again, how the fuck is anybody dancing to this music? What the fuck even is this shit? When was the last time you saw Raheem Porter breathing? Tonight at the club. No, I went to the basement for a little while. I ran into an old girlfriend. So what, what were you doing down in the basement? We know you got popped for boosting the key lessons stole last June. Yes or no? Ma. Yes or no? Yes. Do you boys have any rivalry with the other gangs? If anybody had a motive to do Raheem in, it would have been Rodimus. We at the light-skinned nigga funeral now. Omar Epps is here in this terrible, ill-fitting suit jacket. And don't even get me started on this fat nigga. They all here talking to the light-skinned yo mom and his badass sister. She at the funeral, of course. He got a sister. She looked real good at the funeral. Hey, Roland. How you doing? You've been asking around, too. Nobody seemed to have seen or heard anything. Yes, Roland, thanks for coming. I yes. mean, personally for me, though, Raheem was like my brother. Jesus, that's some cold-blooded shit. You hugging this man's mom? This nigga shouldn't even have come to the funeral or shot his homeboy in the first place. Omar Epps got a little brother. He the nigga from My Wife and Kids. He comes in and tries to make Omar Epps feel better. Sorry about Raheem. How do like Raheem? It's always nice to you. Did somebody shoot him? Yeah. Hey, Q! Ah! Hey, Q! This nigga Omar Epps wants to hide from Tupac now, so he decides to finally go to school for once in his life. That's actually a pretty solid plan. These niggas never go to school. What's up? Just came to see if you was all right. See how you been doing. I ain't talk to nobody, I. I know. <laughs> crazy, man. You're right. I am crazy. I ain't never gonna be shit. And you less of a man than me, so as soon as I decide that you ain't gonna be shit. The Puerto Rican nigga shows up again and he wants some of that sweet, yummy Tupac juice. Omar Epps and the fat nigga sees them, but they decide not to help. They some bitches. Thank you, sauce. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hey, yo, man, damn. About the time you came home. But you on cue? You ain't cue no more. What the fuck you want from me? Nothing. Is our Steve? Is Eric home? No. 
The fat nigga wakes up and he a zombie now, maybe. He literally has zero juice left, so he get dehydrated and pass out in the street. Omar Epps shows up and the cops try to grab him. He runs and hides in this super obvious spot. Again, like that cop at the store, oh they not God. paying real attention. Are they kind of stupid on purpose? Is that like a social commentary thing? You done slid down a razor blade and landed in an alcohol river. Word is, you killed Raheem. Omar Epps goes and gets a gun from the gun plug. Now he's ready to face Tupac, except he throws that shit in the river, so never mind. Where's the gun? Heard you got the piece from Sweets today. Come on, Bishop, man. Let's cut out all this bullshit, man. We can end it right here. It's me and you, Q and Bishop. You ain't got to put on no front for me, man. Nah. That was your motherfucking plan, cuz? To come and say you my friend? This nigga shot all his friends. The gun plan was way better. You hustling backwards, bro. Bro, this nigga Tupac has infinity bullets. Like how? Did he buy some bullets? Somebody gave this nigga some bullets? Also, this shit kind of smooth turned into a horror movie. They pulled it off perfectly, too. This is a good movie. Oh, fuck! What are you gonna do? Shoot me in the elevator? Omar Epps follows Tupac up to the roof and they have this phony ass hand to hand combat scene. Omar Epps ends up knocking Tupac off the roof and he wins now cause he's the fucking main character and of course. Yo. You got the juice now, man. You got the juice now. Nigga, you just witnessed a murder. That's what the fuck you say? Alright. I wasn't expecting much from Juice, but it actually surprised me. That shit was kinda still very good. All the acting is solid, especially Tupac. This nigga's amazing, bro. Like, even if he wasn't a rapper or a star, this would still be a standout performance. It's fucked up this nigga died. This nigga probably would've been directing by now. I don't give a fuck. The story is so tightly knit. Everything fits together. It's not overly long, and it's rewatchable too. You can catch little extra shit if you pay attention. I love shit like that. This shit is almost like two different movies too. Once they get that gun, this shit turns to a straight horror movie. It gets really unsettling. Like at the club, when he wins that DJ contest, he spunked his shit, but then he looks over at his niggas and he remembers they about to rob the store and his stomach just drops and it's awful, bro. It's an awful fucking feeling. There's maybe some themes about mental illness, and poverty and toxic masculinity it's all there for you it's a good movie that's it thanks for watching subscribe and come back next time in like a week maybe these shits take hella long to make i'm sorry y'all leave me some suggestions down below and let me know what you guys want next see you next time for more hood movies we watching hood movies i'm watching hood movies you're not watching hood movies <laughs> My name is Flake. Oh. <laughs> 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 this
episode of Princess Cinema is sponsored by Me Undies. Every morning I look forward to certain things. My morning time blunt, my morning time stretching, my morning time second blunt. Now I can start my mornings off with my favorite underwear too from Me Undies. It's not just regular ass underwear either. They got super unique styles. They're super soft. It's like the softest material ever on my meat. You'd be surprised how that improves your day actually. You pop that in the dryer and just go. Once you try their underwears and socks and loungewear, you'll never go back. You can choose from a huge range of different cool prints and colors. The sizes go from extra small to 4X. They even have a free to join MeUndies membership where you get a monthly subscription that sends new styles right to your door. Plus, members get 30% off pretty much everything, free shipping and returns, early access to new launches, and exclusive members only sales. Click the link below to get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. It's MeUndies.com slash Prim. That's MeUndies.com slash Prim. 20% off, plus you get free shipping and returns. It's a good deal. Go check them out. It starts off with Curtis Jackson and his friends robbing these foreigners. Terrence Howard is here and also this other nigga. The robbery's going smooth, I guess. That is until this nigga Terrence Howard starts getting crazy randomly. He's the crazy nigga in this movie and also in real life, probably. Fucking Columbus! The robbery ends on a sloppy note, but they get the job done. They split up and Curtis Jackson gets ambushed and shot a bunch of times. Stand down the barrel at nine. I knew I was about to die. He has a flashback or whatever in his mind. He flashes back and now he's this ugly ass little kid with his fucking piano teeth and shit. Nigga got xylophone teeth and shit. This kid ain't do nothing to me. That's messed up. I apologize. <laughs> Curtis Jackson's mom is a drug dealer, which I really don't buy it. I mean, sure, girls can be drug dealers too, but she really doesn't seem like the type. Like, she legit runs up on a nigga and says, like, stay off my corner or some shit, and it feels super weird. It might just be the actress, though. She pretty trash. Don't go up to so this nigga Curtis Jackson records a song for the girl he likes, and it's just the most vulgar shit I ever heard. It's really bad. First we get to talking, then we get to touching. When we get past the phone game, you will be humping. Put my tongue in your ear, the different position. I pull on your hair, do it like the dogs do it in the bushes. The parents send her away. It's sad, but not really. The girl not even in the movie that much. Also, his mom dies too. That's pretty sad though. Somebody kill her. It's a mystery. Curtis Jackson got to move in with his grandparents or something now because his mom died. They poor. He got to wear fucked up shoes and shit. It's not cool. <laughs> Don't worry about it, moms. You'll get those shoes one day. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he got to start making some money for shoes. So he starts selling drugs in the middle of the street. That's weird. It's probably a New York thing. He goes to buy a gun, and this interaction is super weird. It's way too fast. I don't know. It's like they're racing each other, trying to say they lines first or some shit. What's up, little man? What's up, man? Looking for some heat? Yeah, what you got? Just what I got for you. 
Curtis Jackson moves out of the basement and into his own place. He a rapper and a drug dealer now, I guess. He's super cool. I'm a gangster grandpa and I'm proud of it. He works for a nigga named Majestic. Uh, maybe it's me, but I don't think that's a very realistic hood nickname. Niggas don't usually do extravagant names like that. Nigga got a stripper name. Everybody had their own territory. Ours was right next to the Columbia. What the fuck are you doing in my fucking book? Get the fuck out of here. Hey, I like what you did back there, but if you need me to... What? No, I'm just saying, if you want me to do something for you, I'll do it. Ew, bro, pause. What the fuck kind of shit is that to say to somebody? You don't even know him. Then he did the little finger motion and shit. Nigga trying to play with your butt, Curtis. You trying to threaten me? This nigga joins his crew, and the movie starts to become a fake-ass 8 Mile for a little bit. They even use the same fat nigga from 8 Mile. Like, damn, bro, you couldn't have found your own fat nigga? It's not exactly 8 Mile, though. The 8 Mile niggas were kind of some bummy niggas. These niggas, however, they ballin' and are super cool. 50 Cent's so cool. Also, I normally hate narration, but I love 50 Cent narration, bro. It's kind of low-key hilarious. This nigga whole voice just kind of hilarious. Like, I can't understand half of what he's saying and shit. It's funny. How you doing? Okay, yeah. This nigga Curtis Jackson buy a car, and now he riding around listening to his own music, I guess. That's okay if you want to do that, sure. If you buy yourself, I guess. Curtis Jackson end up running into the girl from when they were kids. Remember her? We will be humping the song. Marcus Greer? Yeah, what you doing right here? What you doing right here? I should let me take you out. I should? Yeah, you, you should. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this nigga Curtis Jackson got some big ass teeth. Nigga look like the mask and shit. There's this rap nigga that Majestic's crew was affiliated with. His name Dangerous. Everybody love him cause he's so good at rapping. Bro, this such a 2005 ass song. This shit whack. It's 2005, by the way. You can tell because everybody wearing big ass clothes and shit, like them fucking franchise boys. 50 Cent got on one of those fucking Dave Chappelle hats. The Colombians shoot up the club and Curtis Jackson, Jamaican homeboy, gets shot and it's sad. Sad hood movie. He's paralyzed and in a wheelchair and why the fuck this nigga Curtis Jackson mustache keep changing? That's just super distracting. This nigga wearing fake mustaches and shit? Like look at him in the club right before the shooting. He got the fucking Antonio Banderas shit. Then the nigga gets shot and they go to the hospital and now it's this fucking Walt Disney type shit. I told you that, Doc. I told you that. Yeah. Curtis Jackson and his crew go to get revenge on the Colombians. They shoot him up and it's a war going on now. The cops come investigate Curtis Jackson and his friends over that Colombian shit. They fucking hate being investigated, though. That's just shit. The cops look for guns, but instead found some coke. Now Curtis Jackson in jail for however long. They don't really say. Shit kind of just happening. I'm trying to keep it. Oh! Lubov was not expecting things to change. Majestic set him up and blamed it all on Odell. This nigga be working for the Colombians. Yeah, so Majestic framed the boss guy for a cop homicide and then blamed it on the one nigga. 
How did he do this, you ask? How did he pull it off? I don't know. They don't show his plan at all or any of the build up to the boss nigga getting arrested. It's super anticlimactic. Are you working with the Colombians? Curtis Jackson's still in jail. He started to focus more on his rapping. Finally. His shape up is way too sharp for a nigga in jail, by the way, but it's whatever. Also, all jokes aside, this song kind of go hard. Listen, little homie, when it rains, it pours. How tips and talents, when it rains, it pours. He makes some songs somehow. I don't know where he got the beats and shit from. Nigga in jail. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it works. Everybody fuck with his songs. And Terrence Howard say he wants to be Curtis Jackson manager. They friends. Y'all, y'all all right, sir? I'm out the game, man. Curtis Jackson girlfriend has a baby, like out of nowhere. They be having hella huge time jumps in between scenes without any indication. I mean, yeah, his mustache changed, but that's not helping. How old is this nigga? How much time has passed? This movie just feels like a bunch of loosely related scenes 50 Cent think is cool. Always little Antoine. <laughs> you call him Antoine? Mm-hmm. My little old boy. No bullshit. That's a super black ass baby, bro. God damn, nigga smoke black and miles? Curtis Jackson's still rapping. He sent some shots at Dangerous. You remember him? Curtis Jackson exposed him or whatever. Then he persecuted his religion or whatever. That's not cool. You a Jehovah's Witness, nigga. Also, he has a nice studio and it looks like he's kind of popping already in his music career. Of course, they don't show how he did it, like at all. On one of the songs, Curtis Jackson kind of dry snitching on Majestic. Like he trying to act like it's not technically snitching, but it is, bro. And your boss is a bitch. He snitched on Lever. Doombug's fucking flunky. I don't trust him either. Majestic puts a hit out on Curtis Jackson whole crew and that's when they do the Colombian thing where they rob the Colombians in the beginning. He trying to set Majestic up or something, I don't know. It doesn't matter, believe me. You fucking with Majestic's crew. What does matter is that the one nigga from Curtis Jackson crew was working with Majestic the whole time or something. He's actually the one that shot him too. He ain't dead. I shot him like nine times. Shot him nine times. Nigga, what? He stabs this nigga? He just fucking kill a henchman and shit? What is this? Fucking die hard? I thought this shit was trying to be realistic. You can't just stab henchmen in real life. That's not real. Anyway, Curtis Jackson survives and gets his jaw wired shut. Got shot nine times, nine bullets. It's 50 cent. It's 2005. It's shake that laffy taffy, big white tees. I look at you, all I see is a weak person. I feel sorry for you, son. It's just another little black boy with nobody to look up to. Damn, why are you saying that to this man? I mean, she has a point. She's not lying, but it's hardly the time. You don't do shit, and you never got a mouth to shit. Curtis Jackson's jaw gets better. He tries rapping, but says his voice don't sound the same. Voice don't sound the same. We get a montage of him becoming 50 Cent. Well, Young Caesar, actually. That's his rap name in this. That's not a good name. He decides to do a concert in the hood, even though Majestic is gunning for him. He brave or something. Everybody's standing around talking about how brave he is. Does he have to do this? I think he does. The concert about to start and Majestic comes backstage and tries to make peace. I want to go out there and just me and my own hood. No, I really love your mom. You know, before she died, I fucked her and I killed her. 
Turns out Majestic killed his mom after all. That's crazy, right? Crazy twist. Also, tell me this shit don't feel like the Lion King ending. Now, before she died, I fucked up and I killed her. What's that? Right, you kill me, Marcus. Come on, man. This nigga 50 Cent hamming it up, cuz I swear he wanna be fucking Blade so bad. Nigga try and close his eyes all cool and shit. Not to mention, you can't just kill a nigga backstage at a concert, can you? I mean, somebody gonna come looking for him. I've been looking for my father all my life. I realized I was looking for myself. <laughs> Yeah, I said I was gonna let it go, but no. Where did all these fans come from? They literally skipped the entire rise of fame. He was just famous one day. They didn't even acknowledge it. They weren't even like, hey, we famous. We got on the radio or something, cause it's 2005. I'm taking candy shop. Regardless, he famous. He take his shirt off. His jaw work now. Everybody happy. Anyway, that's what happens. That's a story. I made it into a story, kinda, you see? I do this on my channel with the other movies if y'all wanna watch that shit. Them shit's kinda funny, you should fuck with me. As for this story, I liked it. I mean, it's pretty bad though. This nigga 50 Cent's so melodramatic. You, you, not me, Charlie. All the crime shit is so generic. The acting is crappy, but it's still fun to see 50 Cent in an action movie about himself. It's really stupid, and that's cool. It's cool to be stupid sometimes. Join me next story time for all the hood stories and all the story time stories time. Fucking Colombians! First we get to talking, then we get to touching. When we get past the phone game, we'll be humping. I kiss like the French do, put my tongue in your ear. Do it like the dogs do a girl and pull on your hair. For me, different scenery just means a different position. In the bushes, hide and seek, I'll cook it next to you, listen. When you're ready, I'll be ready, so you let me know. Any way you wanna go, girl, I'm down to go. Young Caesar bustin' through.